Live from the PointsBet Sportsbook in Crestwood, this is the ESPN Chicago PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2, and ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. It's Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. It's the PointsBet pregame show live from the PointsBet Sportsbook in Crestwood. You can watch the show today on Twitch, ESPN 1000 Chicago. You can also call us at 312-332-3776. We preview the Bears and the Packers live from Lambeau Field. Justin Fields will start tonight. The Bears will be without Akeem Hicks. Uh, The inactives have come out. Nothing of real uh, concern or note that we didn't already know. Akeem Hicks out. Andy Dalton is also out. Yeah. Thus, Nick Foles will be the backup tonight for the Bears and Justin Fields. But Justin Fields is playing as the Bears and the Packers uh, face off for the 204th meeting in the oldest rivalry in the National Football League. And, uh, it, you know, the Bears have not had a lot of success against the Packers in recent years. And in the Matt Nagy regime, they really have had uh, almost no success against Green Bay, and this is going to be a challenging task for the Bears tonight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, since 1992, I'm just reading this on, uh, on the Twitter, since 1992, the Bears are 14-45 and 45 against the Packers. 14-45, and 45, that covers a lot of the Brett Favre years, all the Aaron Rodgers years. Like, it is not, it's a, you, you say it's a rivalry, you say it. It's well, really... I've got the numbers here. All-time, 102 wins for the Packers, 95 wins for the Bears, okay. and six ties. Uh, so, so, you know, you have that. Uh, you've met a lot of times, but you're right. In the last 30 years, the rivalry has certainly been pushed and tilted towards one side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like what I think gives Bears fans some intrigue tonight is thinking about how this could maybe turn into something going forward in the future based on the idea that the Bears finally have a quarterback. Yeah. And hopefully that kind of takes things to a different level when we talk about this rivalry. Absolutely. For the future, right? I don't think it gives them any hope tonight, but I think that for the future, you hope that this rivalry turns. You hope that you get to a point where Justin Fields is the Aaron Rodgers of the NFC North. You know, it, you might have to wait until Aaron Rodgers leaves the NFC North or he moves on to another team next year or, or ends up retiring whenever he's done playing football. But the hope is that Justin Fields turns into your franchise quarterback and one day will be better than Aaron Rodgers and that you are, you're the hammer and not the nail anymore because that's what the Bears have been. They've been the nail for a while. And so because of that, you look at what you can now build around uh Justin Fields for the future, and by all the reports that are coming out, is that someone new might be doing the picking for who's going to be built around Justin Fields for the future. So, But as far as tonight goes, you just hope that they compete, keep it close. The first game was close until the fourth quarter uh, earlier this season. Can they figure that out, and can they capitalize on that? And the key is going to be David Montgomery, running the ball with David Montgomery. The Packers are 27th in the league uh, as far as stopping the run according to, in rushing DVOA. The Bears can run the ball. Montgomery's healthy. He had some issues on the injury report earlier this week with, like, a glute and a hip and a shoulder or something. But he's fine. He's cleared. He's fully healthy to play. So, to me, this is a Dave Montgomery. Like, Justin Fields is great. He's going to be around for a while. That's awesome. But tonight, you win with David Montgomery. That's how you win this football game. I would say add in there. So, we're, we're both pointing to the offensive line because I agree with mm-hmm. you. I think Mike Montgomery needs more than 20 carries tonight. But also... 
if you think back to the last time the Bears were in prime time against the Steelers, that offensive line gave Justin Fields some time. And what happened? When Fields had time, he was able yeah. to go downfield. Oh, yeah. And he was able to complete passes that stressed, stretched and stretched uh, the defense, which made things difficult, which then helps Montgomery as well in the run game. So this offensive line, if they show up tonight, they give Fields time, and they also run block for Montgomery, the Bears do have a chance to keep things close. Unfortunately, we've seen in the, the, the lifespan of Matt Nagy as Bears head coach, he hasn't been good in these situations where the Bears are a major underdog, especially on the road. No, absolutely. He's 0-6 against the spread. Uh, when it's seven and a half or more. So that doesn't mean he's 0-6 when they're like, oh, he loses to good teams. No, he's 0-6 against the spread. They don't even compete. When the spread is over a touchdown, they don't even compete. It's happened twice so far this year and going into this year. It happened four times before that. You would think that with the defense that they've had in the past, with someone having a court, with having a real quarterback this year, that he would be able to put this team in a situation to compete. They just haven't been able to. And right now, the Bears are sitting as, a, as an 11 point dog going into this game tonight. It's not looking good. We'll look at the NFL scores every 30 minutes here on the Points Bet, a pregame show with Blocking Abdallah on ESPN 1000. The Chargers and the Giants hang towards the end of that game. 27 seconds left in that one. Chargers up 37 to 21. The 49ers are up on the Bengals 20 to 13. Cincinnati is scoring late, so it's only a seven-point game now. About four minutes left in the fourth quarter of that contest. Uh, Bills down by 10 to the Buccaneers, 27 to 17. Nine minutes left to go in the fourth quarter of that contest. We have finals from earlier. Denver beat Detroit 38 to 10. Uh, the LA Chargers beat the Giants 37 to 21. Cleveland beat Baltimore 24 to 22. Tennessee beat Jacksonville 20 nothing. Kansas City beat the Las Vegas Raiders 48 to 9 earlier today. New Orleans wins 30 to 9 over the Jets. Cowboys over Washington 27-20. The Falcons beat the Panthers 29 to 21 and Seattle beats Houston 33-13. to A lot of blowouts around the National Football League today, but we're hoping to see a couple of good endings, good finishes here in this uh, 6 o'clock window uh, time frame as, as we're doing this show with the Buccaneers and the Bills, and maybe the Bengals and the 49ers give us something uh, frisky here down the stretch. Yeah, the 49ers have the ball with about three and a half minutes left in the fourth, so if they can run the clock out, get some, uh, some first downs here, that might be it. Maybe they can get into field goal range and extend this lead to 10. But the Bills and the Bucks, the Bucks, the Bills just scored a touchdown here. They make it a 10-point game. There's still nine minutes left. And listen, I, I, we've, we've, I did a show with you when I was in Vegas during the college football season. There's nothing like being in a sports book oh, yeah. for games. Dudes are, are yelling for touchdowns. Dudes are yelling for fourth down, st- third down stops. Dudes are you're just screaming because they're winning bets, like live betting. It's awesome. It's a great atmosphere to watch games in a sports book during an NFL Sunday. And we've got what looked like what could be a couple good finishes here in these last few games and an otherwise kind of a blowout. Like a couple teams made it a game. But as I was, you know, before I picked you up, I drove for those keeping score. We asked the question on Friday, and so yeah. uh, I drove today. But I, right before I left, 
it was Scott Hansen on the red zone yeah. saying, we're praying for some magic in the witching hour. We're rubbing some sticks together, hoping for some smoke during the witching hour Listen, because he's new, like, everything is a two-score game because yeah. this is awful. And it's kind of been a, a boring Sunday. But, you know, you look at it and maybe these last two games here before the Bears kick off, maybe that means, maybe that's a precursor. Oh, wow. Maybe that's like. a precursor for an exciting Sunday night Some football Sunday game. night magic yeah. is, is what you're asking yep. for with the Bears and the Packers. 7:20 kick, NBC live from Lambeau Field, the Bears and the Packers. But you're right, yeah, the 49ers and Bengals and then Bills Buccaneers, whether or not the Bills can kind of make a late comeback here on, on in uh, Tampa. I, I got that number earlier today at four. Wow. So, I mean, like, it, there is a possibility that you're still in this contest if you're, you're backing Buffalo today. I need today. a field goal from them because I have them in a teaser. I need a field goal. I need them to cover nine and a half. You mentioned being in Vegas. Heck, you don't need to go to Vegas. No. Nope. We're, we're in Crestwood. We're yeah. at the sports book. We're at the yeah. points bet we're sports book. You, you know, 45 minutes away from the city. Yeah, That's so great. like, it, it's a great time. We got the TVs going. We're watching uh, the Bills and the Buccaneers. Yeah. I, I see uh, Mike Glennon making moves on, on the TV over there. Very happy, yeah, this guy right here. We've got Mike Glennon. I know fan. two things about this guy. <laughs> well, three things. He's a Sox fan. He hates Eddie Jackson. He loves Mike Glennon. <laughs> that's that what says I know. It all. That's all I need to know. <laughs> that says it all. So we got a lot of stuff cooking here at the PointsBet Sportsbook, Sportsbook in Crestwood. We're hanging out. It's Bucking Abdal on ESPN 1000. Also, we have a pregame giveaway Ooh. right now for listening uh, at the moment. If you want to call us, be caller 10. And this is what you can win. Wow. Caller 10 at 312 I'm looking at it. That's a lot to read, man. That is a lot to read. All right. This is what you win in the PointsBet Sportsbook pregame giveaway. A reserve table for four at any of the three Chicagoland PointsBet Sportsbook locations. That's one thing. You get one professional football jersey of Woo. your choice, Woo. one VIP gift bag, including four PointsBet hoodies and PointsBet swag. Hold on. I'm going to call. Can I win? You can't win. Oh. Uh, four $25 on-site wagers from racing from Hawthorne Racecourse, four $25 on-site wagers on sports, complimentary of race programs, $100 in Uber credit to get you to and from PointsBet Sportsbook. Man, you can get Liddy at the Sportsbook with and Uber a, credit. And $100 in food and beverage credit. Call you can 10, get Liddy on that. 312-332-3776. That's the prize. Woo. It's the pregame That's giveaway. Day. From the uh, PointsBet Sportsbook. We are in Crestwood today hanging out in the Sportsbook. Uh, but caller 10 at 312-332-3776. You get the pregame giveaway prize today here on ESPN 1000. So Bears and Packers tonight. And, and this contest, um, really, we've kind of gone over this before with the offensive line. But also, if we look at the defensive side of things, to this point this season, the defense has really struggled. So getting after Aaron Rodgers, if that's something that they can do. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been practicing. He practiced this week. Mm -hmm. They were on a bye. The Packers are coming off of a bye. Whether or not the Bears are going to be able to get after Aaron Rodgers, be able to chase him down, make him uncomfortable, make him get, you know, throw off time. Because I think what's going to be a concern is if, if the Packers can run the football and then Aaron Rodgers is just there to pick apart the Bears' secondary, that secondary can't hold for more than two, three Not seconds. Not at all. So, like, you need to make Rodgers uncomfortable, then get after him to kind of make it a situation 
where the Packers aren't up by 17 at the end of the first quarter. Well, absolutely. He's also one of the better quarterbacks when he's running on the move, too. So you not only do you have to contain him, but you've got to make sure he's not giving, you're not giving his receivers more time to get open. It's going to be really on the secondary to keep tight coverage, and I don't know if that's something they can do. You know, Roquan Smith might have to get in there uh, and, and help rush the quarterback as well, as well as Robert Quinn get in there and try to rush the quarterback because not having Akeem Hicks for tonight's game, not having Khalil Mack for the rest of the season, it's going to be tough for these guys to try to get to Aaron Rodgers, who even if you do get to him and he's able to escape the pocket, is still super dangerous as a quarterback. So it's going to be tough on this defense. The key to me is keep the ball out of his hands. Don't even give him the ball. Run the ball with David Montgomery. Generate yardage that way. Hopefully your offensive line can get, can find some holes so he can get in there and move the ball down the field and just win the time of possession, and you might have a chance to keep this close and maybe win a football game. Allen Robinson going to play for the Bears tonight. Absolutely. We haven't seen Allen Robinson in quite some time. Uh, it'll be good to see. And the last time we saw Allen Robinson, that's the last time Justin Fields looked really good, mm-hmm. was making those moves on the sidelines against the, the Steelers at the end of the game and really making a difference. So I think having Mooney and Robinson there for the Bears offense I think should really help going forward. Want to see something from Cole Komet tonight too. Yeah. Um, let's not forget that this year has not really been the best for Komet, and I want to continue to see him develop as we come down the stretch here of this season. Playoffs are out the window, right, for this team? Yeah. But we need to see some of these guys who are going to be here for some time to start to develop into difference makers. Cole Komet, Jalen Johnson, some of the younger guys drafted at, in uh, the last couple of years by Ryan Pace. I want to see them turn into something and kind of prove it to us as we head down the stretch here. Absolutely. I think Cole Komet's had a better year than he had, last, than he had the year before, but I want to see more from him. I want to see, you know, he's had, he had a bad game last game. The Arizona game was not good for Cole Komet. So I want to see him, you know, try to be better uh, this game against the Packers and see if he can help this offense out. It's Blucking Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. How about this? We get to talk to one of our favorites coming up next, Ted Greenstein from oh, PointsBet. He's a senior editor at PointsBet. He's going to talk to us to break down this Bears and Packers game. We are the Points Bet pregame show live from the Points Bet Sportsbook in Crestwood. We'll talk to Teddy coming up next here on ESPN 1000. This is the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show with guest host Black and Abdallah from the Points Bet Sportsbook in Crestwood. Listen to Chicago's home for sports on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2, and ESPN 1000. It's Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. It's the Points Bet pregame show live from the Points Bet Sportsbook in Crestwood. We are previewing the Bears and the Packers from Lambeau Field coming up at 7.20 tonight. A great rivalry, but it has gone the Packers' way as of late. And you and I were talking about this earlier this week on the show, is that I, I think the Packers are the second-best team in the National Football League. You have them in your top five. We yep. think that they are a very good team. It's going to be a tough game for the Bears. Yeah, I think I had them second right after the uh, the Patriots as the best team uh, currently in the NFL, just the way they've been able to put it together because, you know, the, the Packers haven't been able to stop the run, and I feel like that's something the Bears should be able to exploit tonight. Let's talk with Teddy Greenstein from PointsBet. He's a senior editor at PointsBet, and he joins us to break down this matchup, Bears and Packers. And how about this, Teddy? It's your birthday, Happy and you're taking birthday. time out to hang out with Bluck and Abdallah? 
Man, it is my birthday. I, I said on Twitter, hey, it's my birthday. Guys, give me a winning NFL prop. And everybody really loved James Robinson, the running back for the Jaguars, over 50 and a half. And I think he had four, four carries for six yards. So thanks a lot, everybody. <laughs> well, Teddy, I will tell you this. Looking at the uh, the points put, uh, the points bet book here, I'm saying I'm seeing that it's moving. It's moving in the Bears' direction. The Bears now down to a 10.5-point dog. This has been at 12.5, down to 12, down to 11. Now we're looking at 10.5. Money coming in on the Bears right now. It's totally true. You know, like a couple hours ago, we sent out what we call our insights, and that has the breakdown, and it was a solid 70% uh, of the money on Green Bay. But there's no doubt. I mean, if that line is moving like it is from 12 to 10.5, that means usually some sharp money is coming in on the other side. So there's some faith in Justin Fields or the Bears defense, or maybe uh, somebody feels like Aaron Rodgers' toe is uh, more, inju- uh, more injured than he's letting on. Yeah, Teddy, and, and something that we were talking about earlier was this idea of Matt Nagy coaching as a big-time underdog. Uh, he's mm-hmm. 0-6 in games where the Bears are a 7.5 or more underdog. And the Bears yeah. get blown out in these contests. So, so like, I, I guess if the big money from the Sharps is coming in on the Bears tonight, it, it really – I wonder, like, what they really see because from Nagy, yeah. this team never um, – it surprises us, right? Like, they perform worse than the expectation most times. <laughs> it's so true. It seems like late money usually pours in on the underdog. Um, somebody runs a model or somebody just has a feel like, oh, the, you know, you're getting great value on the underdog. But like in this case, I, I don't really know how you justify it. I mean, I guess you can look and you could say, oh, Alan Robinson's back and Justin Fields was, you know, had some good passing games right before the injury. But beyond that, man, we know, uh, we know who owns the Bears, sadly. A prop I'm looking at, if you need another one, I'll give you one right here. We talked about it right before you came on, is how the Packers are really bad against the run. They're 27th in stopping the run in DVOA. The Bears should be able to run the ball with David Montgomery healthy. So I'm looking at it right now. It's 65 and a half rushing yards for David Montgomery. I think you're, you're getting plus money on that right now, too, because it's, it's actually even money right now on that. Yeah. So to me, that's a, if the Bears are going to win this game tonight or at least keep it close, it's going to come down to the offensive line and David Montgomery. Well, I got one for you. If you think that sounds good, uh, we've got three boosts on this game. And these are boosts that anybody can use on the app. And one of them is David Montgomery, 50 or more rushing yards and a touchdown. That is boosted from plus 270 to plus 310. So, I mean, that's pretty good. 50 rushing yards and one score, uh, three to one on your money. We also have Devontae Adams. Uh, 75 or more receiving yards and a touchdown at plus 150, or we have like an Aaron Rodgers combo at plus 175. So we have really good boosters on the app. And then you guys have some in person, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. There's a uh, black bet there, Teddy. If you take a look on the app or uh, you take a look at it, it's I the Bears defense will record an interception plus 400. I, I think that's worth playing, to be honest. Not just because it's named after me, but I, I like that. And also, <laughs> do you really? Do you think yeah. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw an interception tonight? Well, think think he about put his name way. on it, Teddy. Think about my. Here's my logic, Teddy. My logic is this: it's not necessarily need to be Aaron Rodgers' fault. It could be a tipped ball. It could be that something that the, the defensive line gets a hand up there, a paw up there, and then boom, right. it's up in the air and. Plus, money. It, it doesn't say who's going to throw the interception. Let's say the Packers are up. The Packers are up late in the fourth. And Jordan Love is getting some run here. I mean, if he throws the interception, it still cashes, doesn't it? 
hundred uh, percent catches. I love the rationale. And yeah, I mean, when you put it when you put it that way, and you think about four to one, uh, that ends up um, being uh, you know a price that's very attractive. And then what? Isn't there a, a pick six boost here as well for plus sixteen hundred? Yeah, Bears defense will return an interception for a touchdown plus sixteen hundred. Uh, One hundred dollar max bet available until seven twenty. That's really good as well. That's awesome. Yeah, I, name a bet is one of the best parts of points bet that you don't even have to be uh, Mr. Black. You don't even have to be a big shot to get a name a bet in. <laughs> you can do it. Anybody who uses the app, anybody who's a points bet client, can suggest a bet, and nine times out of ten, we'll be able to price it. Teddy, I want to ask you about the um, first half. We, we have uh, some listeners here at the uh, Points Bet Sportsbook here in yeah. uh, Crestwood, and I was asked, what should we do for the first half line? Do you have any lean on how uh, gamblers should play this, Bears-Packers in the first half? Yeah, let me call it up here. Um, so you could play it very safe and just go with a money line first half, uh, Green Bay minus 350, the Bears plus 280. Interestingly enough, I'm seeing, okay, so we're offering different uh, first half lines here, depending on how much juice you want. The standard one is about five and a half to six points. I mean, look, I think it's a Packers night. I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers in in this rivalry. So if you're going to go first half, you can get a minus five and a half points with a little juice on it, minus 125. Or you can, if you want to like juice it up a little bit and say Packers minus 11 and a half, for the first half, plus 230. I'm looking at this. This just came across, Teddy. Uh, I saw this. That um, Favorites of a touchdown or more the last two weeks are 10-0 against the spread. Is, this, is, <gasps> is there just not a lot of parity in the NFL, or is this something where this time of year you see teams really turn it on? I mean, the Chiefs, anybody that doubted yeah. them is now quiet. You know, are, are, Is this the time of year where we just kind of see like these teams are really good and they're really good for a reason? It, it, it's funny because, like, you know, generally speaking, the books make money, right? People are people get half their picks, more than half their picks wrong. So you usually think, oh, the big public favorites, the big numbers, those are going to go down in flames. But it has not been happening. And then today also, Tennessee won as over a touchdown favorite, as did the Chiefs. Um, Seattle won as a large favorite. Denver romped. <laughs> the Chargers romped. I mean – this is a great time for the public because normally you feel like, you know, the sharps and the books have the advantage and they love all the underdogs, but not today. Um, so interesting numbers coming out there, interesting trends that you talk about. Teddy, is there anything from today's action in the National Football League that either surprised you or, or it solidifies something in your mind that you know about a team based on what you saw today? Um, yeah, my Jets are really, really bad. <laughs> so we know about that. Um, we're seeing here that the Bills have rallied against the Bucks. That was a game that, um, hold on, we have a Robbie Gold attempted field goal, missed it for the game. Interesting. Game I don't winner. know if you could hear I, it, but there yeah, are a lot of yeah. uh, Bengals oh, supporters yeah. here. That's what that was. A lot of Bengals That's what that was, here. so I'm seven seconds behind. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, I think the, this Chiefs thing is real. I mean, they've won six straight games now, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. So that is, um, you know, so, so that's, that's something to pay attention to. And the Lions being the Lions. They're back to who we thought they were. As they always are, right? Uh, Teddy, thank you for joining us. Thank you for making time for us on your birthday. Uh, we appreciate it. And happy birthday. Thank you so much, fellas. Good to be with you.
Teddy Greenstein, Points Bet Senior Editor, joining us here on ESPN 1000. It's the Points Bet pregame show live from the Points Bet Sportsbook in Crestwood. Hey, we wanted it. We got two good finishes coming yeah, up here. Right? 49ers and Bengals going to overtime. Two-minute warning uh, in Tampa. The Bucks have the ball. Uh, they're about midfield, just just behind midfield in their own territory. It is 27-24 Bucks with the Bills driving with the ball. Two minutes left in that game. And don't forget, like Teddy mentioned with us, if you go to any of the three Chicagoland points bet sportsbook locations, you got the, the black bet. The name of bets, the, the black bet. Mm-hmm. You got the Bears defense will record an interception plus 400. Or you could play the Bears defense will return an interception for a touchdown plus 1,600. Uh, $100 max bet available until 7.20 tonight. Don't laugh. It could be a tip. No, I get it. It could be I, a tip I get ball it. I get that it. Roquan Smith picks yep. off, yep. takes I it love for it. six. I love and it. the Bears lose 30-6 to six I just, because they missed the extra point. I just love that with Teddy. He was like, you think Aaron Rodgers is going to throw an interception? <laughs> and then the next one was like, you think Aaron Rodgers is going to throw an interception? And then they're going to run it back? Okay, cool. I'm telling you uh-huh. right now, it's a tip. The defensive line no, gets a paw I, listen. tip. Roquan to the end zone. Boom. Is it catches. more likely that Aaron Rodgers throws an interception or that the Packers are up so much that Jordan Love is in and that Jordan Love throws Jordan, that Jordan interception? Jordan Love's out tonight. He's in COVID protocol. Who's their, who's their backup? Oh, some guy. So then that guy yeah. throw, gets in and throws an interception. Yeah, How about I that? I knew that. Boom. How about that? I did some okay, research before you go. tonight. Look at you. There's no Jordan Love because uh, there's both teams are without their backup. Yeah, he probably should have gotten immunized. Andy, Andy I think he is. <laughs> It's the other guy that you have to worry about, Abdallah. What are you doing here? What? All right. We have scores, games finishing around the NFL before the Sunday nighter. We will catch you up with the latest scores around the National Football League. Coming up next, it's Black and Abdallah. It's the Points Bet pregame show live from the Points Bet Sportsbook in Crestwood right here on ESPN 1000. This is the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show with guest host Black and Abdallah from the Points Bet Sportsbook in Crestwood. Listen to Chicago's home for sports on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2, and ESPN 1000. It's a points bet pregame show live from the points bet sportsbook in Crestwood. It's Buck and Abdallah. We're in the sportsbook. We're watching games, and we've got some good games coming down the stretch here. This is what I hope for in when this we came three here o'clock today. window. We, we got the, the Bengals moving against the 49ers. The game's tied at 20 in overtime. Yep. About nine minutes left in overtime in that contest, and we are watching a great finish, Buffalo. Down by three. It's 27-24, Tampa Bay, Buffalo. One minute left. The Bills are driving, and that's what we're all watching here in the book. And if you wonder what that sound is, someone just accidentally changed the channel on one of the games. I see And they're very angry. Uh, But, yeah, this is what we wanted. A lot of bad games today. Like, I'll say it, bad games today. You know, Washington made it a game. The Ravens made it a game. But this is just a, a bad NFL Sunday as far as intrigue, except for these last two games. Right. Now you've got a game going into overtime. Now you've got the Bucks that are driving with a minute left. Uh, they're in Bucks territory. So you've got two games coming down to the wire here, and then, of course, we get dessert here with the, uh, with, with the Bears and the, uh, <laughs> and the Packers coming up. Tom Brady will have one timeout. The Buccaneers have one timeout as Buffalo is driving. Uh, they're at the 40. 
Uh, in uh, scoring territory Ooh. as Buffalo continues Jim. to move closer Jim. to Jim. the goal line Jim. as Abdallah is doing his best Tony Romo to irritate all of us here in the sports book uh, this one. But it looks like Buffalo is going to at least have an opportunity to kick a field goal to try and tie this game, if not try and win the contest uh, at Tampa Bay. It's Blocking Abdallah talking with you. We're in today for Jeff Meller and Dion Miller. Uh, each week they host the Points Bet pregame show, and this week we're filling in. And each and every week here on the show, they like to bring to you Dion's Notebook. Dion Miller cracks open her notepad to bring you inside Hallis Hall on the ESPN Chicago pregame show. So each week, Dion brings you the latest. Earlier this week on ESPN 1000, Dion Miller joined Black and Abdallah. We started that conversation to preview the Bears and the Packers off by asking Dion if she's excited to look forward to watching Justin Fields for the first time at Lambeau Field. Uh, hopefully that he hasn't missed a beat. I think there is concern because he's been off for the better part of three and a half weeks. And to get right back into building off of what he had already done, I think that's what the Bears want to see too, is that he's not lost anything. From what we have seen from Justin Fields, he is not rattled by any of these things today he was asked specifically about knowing the odds are so stacked against him right rivalry game double digit underdog you're on the road it's prime time all those things and he's like i like it I, I like feeling like the odds are stacked against me i like being the underdog which is a rare position for him to be in and so i think we'll see him come out very focused and very determined uh, especially because of knowing that there is there is meaning in this game Beyond tonight, or beyond tonight, but beyond this week, I'm not sure where this team is headed. But winning this game would mean a lot to them because of everything that they've been through and and kind of like, I guess, bringing things, bringing some positive light to him as the foundation of that offense. I think we're going to see a lot of determination from him. You mentioned being an underdog. Since Matt Nagy's been coach of the Bears, they are 0 Mm -hmm. 6 when an underdog of 7.5 points or more. So they're, they're and that's against the spread too. They don't cover. They don't win. They they're don't. never that like plucky team that comes out and maybe upsets <laughs> someone. What does that say about how Matt Nagy gets his team prepared for a game? I think that explains why he's going to lose his job. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's, it's all about. I mean, right there, you summed it up. They they can point. That's the evidence. And I know that it was that week before Thanksgiving. You guys, I can't even begin to tell you how final that felt. I mean, driving back to Hallis Hall last week, after that, they win the game against Detroit, which felt like lukewarm, which is gross. And we get there, and we it just felt like the season had already ended. And I hate feeling that way, but it was kind of like, okay, so what if they rally and beat the Cardinals? And it doesn't matter. that This this whole thing needs an overhaul. And I think we all felt that. And, and Matt Nagy's inability to, you know, he said it's not personal against Aaron Rodgers, but he cannot beat this team. I mean, it is. He, he is he is one for whatever. I mean, and that one was a fluke. And so it's, it's, it's just, it, there's a lot of pressure on him. I think you're starting to see it. I think you're seeing some, apathy is the wrong word, because there is some energy there at Hallis Hall, but it's, it's that what you just said about their, their inability to perform on Sunday. Like, I, I mean, Mark Trussman called and said, yeah, you can have a lot of great practices. You're going to still lose your job. I mean, that's what he, the position that he is in. And he has to be held responsible for that. Tion, do you think the players think that Matt Nagy's going to get fired at the end of the year? I do. I do. I think that when 
he when that rumor came out that he was going to lose his job and and players were actually coming up to him and saying hey it's been great working with you i think that was indication right there that they knew that the, they know the end is near and do they respect him i think they do does he still have their attention like he used to i don't think so earlier in the season the bears um, social media put out a video from club dub it was probably their first or second win and it felt manufactured you guys like if there was, it wasn't the same as it was in especially in 18 but it wasn't it wasn't that same energy that same genuine like we're all together and we're so excited it felt very forced and 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 not genuine and that's what i felt like matt Nagy was all about was being genuine and somewhere along the way in the last i would say two years that's really changed where i felt like he's been more guarded he his as waddle likes to say his word salad has gotten worse and worse i mean he just talks and talks and you're like oh my gosh you're gonna have to stop talking because none of that is helping your cause and i think that we're hearing that more and more that that there's like some some disconnect between him and the players and and that wasn't there when he first got there but it's it's worn awful for four years they may know and you mentioned the name mark tressman but it, it doesn't seem like this team has quit on matt Nagy. no agreed oh no i would agree with you i don't think so either but i think some of that has to do with the character of the guy in the room uh is 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 different maybe, or uh, they're much more similar. They're much more personally driven. Uh, there's a lot of pride there. I think we hear that. We hear that in Darnell Mooney. We hear that in a Tashawn Gibson. We hear it in Justin Fields. I mean, that this, they take this, they, they take it personally. Um, and, and even Eddie Jackson for his lack of performance, what he said last week when they hear fans chanting fire Nagy, like that, that isn't, that isn't helping anybody's cause and, and they hear it and it bothers them. And I think, that says a lot about the way that Nagy had originally connected with them. No doubt about that. But I do feel like it, the the message has to change. The voice has to change. And I think even the Bears front office knows that. Dion, if we go five years out and we look back on the Matt Nagy era, is there one thing that we may point to that suggests that that's where things went wrong for Matt Nagy? Or is it just overall the fact that his offense never really lived up to any of the conversation as he came in as Bears head coach? They've, they've been towards the bottom in almost every statistical category his entire run as Bears head coach on offense. Uh, correct, and that's what he was brought in for. But my immediate thought was when Vic Fangio left, I think that pretty much was when it turned, when the course changed for him, because that was a great Band-Aid to what they were not doing offensively. Like, the defense rescued them so much in 2018. It wasn't there in 19. It certainly wasn't there last year. And and now that defense that was so great is aging so quickly, and the offense isn't able to keep up. And trying to ask Mitch Trubisky to do things he could not do and not being able to adjust to what he could do is, is an indictment on, on Nagy. And, and frankly, Ryan Pace, too. I mean, it, I think when we look back, we'll see like the, so much potential that wasn't realized because they couldn't put it all together. And, yes, there have been injuries and, and all of those things. And, yes, he didn't pick Mitch. I get that. But he was brought in to be some sort of offensive guru that he, if he got his hands on a quarterback, he could really make him great. And that didn't happen. And, and I hearken back to his days with Kansas City. It's awesome what he was able to do with Patrick Mahomes under Andy Reid and all of that stuff. But I, I can't find a press conference where Patrick Mahomes said, gosh, we've never been the same since Matt Nagy left. Like, that's never happened. Mm-hmm. And so how much was he involved in that? I don't know. Nagy is an awesome person. Okay, like I... I covered him in the Arena League, and he was the same enthusiastic guy that he is now. He's a great person, but I don't know if NFL head coach is the right role for his skill set. And I think that that's what we're seeing now.
What do you think of the job that uh, Sean Desai has done in his first year as uh, coordinator of the defense? Well, in his defense, he's had a lot of injuries, right? Like, he hasn't even had his whole personnel out there consistently. I think at first I was concerned. Um, I think it's gotten better. I appreciate his frankness with us, and I am hopeful that that is the same way that he addresses that defense. I worried at first that he was too close to them because as an assistant coach you're you have a different relationship with them than the defensive coordinator himself does right so like as the position coach of the secondary he's close to them. they're like boys right differently than with a defensive coordinator and then his role changes and now his voice has to change in the room and his the, they, their attention to him has to change and I worry that that would be some somewhat of a learning curve that he was too close to their age and too close to like the the guy that they just kind of hung out with, but he was also their coach and and I feel like that's transitioned a little bit. I, I think he's done he's done well enough um, with with what he's been given and and the reality of what's happened defensively. I don't I don't hate what he's done. I'm not there. There's more there's more that could be gotten out of that defense that he hasn't gotten, and I think he has to be responsible for that. Deion Miller from ABC7 and also host of the Points Bet pregame show on ESPN 1000 with Jeff Meller right here on ESPN 1000 talking football with Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. When we look at the offensive side of things, Deion, as far as the wide receiver position next season, Mm -hmm. like uh, I think Allen Robinson's in a situation. He's likely to go elsewhere. It seems as if he really hasn't enjoyed his time with the Chicago Bears uh, just based on everything that's kind of been out there. And he's going to be a free agent. Is Darnell Mooney the number one, or are the Bears out shopping for a number one wide receiver in this offseason? I think they have to shop for a number one. Darnell Mooney has done great things. I mean, I've been impressed with him, for sure, for a second-year player. And he's, he's eloquent, and he gets it, and he is, um, he's a smart football player. And, and I appreciate that. But I don't think he's a number one. He's not making plays like like a DeAndre Hopkins, like he's not making plays like the number one receivers in the league. He's, he's doing well for where he's at. I think they do have to shop. And I don't, I don't know what happened with Allen Robinson. I mean, if they, if they had offered him more money last year, I think that his whole attitude and demeanor would have changed. And, and to be franchise tagged, which he did not want. And he said all the right things, but his body language says so much else, you guys. I mean, everybody can watch it, right? You watch yeah. a press conference and you yeah. can just tell He's like, oh, my gosh, I would rather be anywhere else but right here right now. And that is starting to show on the field, too. And that isn't isn't helping his cause. And so that has to be frustrating for him, again, especially because they're not winning. So there's no there's not like you can you can tell he's going to want to look elsewhere. But the Bears still have control there. So so what that all looks like, I'm not sure. But I would think they'd have to be shopping for a number one wide receiver. I think that would be huge, especially for field development. I, I appreciate that him and Mooney have this great connection because they work together from training camp, but I don't think his lack of connection with Allen Robinson is because of that. I think it's because of Robinson's attitude. <laughs> Dion, thank you so much for joining us. Before we let you go, uh, Bears-Packers, Sunday Night Football, how do you think it plays out? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just don't want it to be too ugly, okay? Like, I just... <laughs> I don't. I want it to be re- respectable. I still think Aaron Rodgers hangs like 35 on him. I really do. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I wish I could think differently. I just, no, until they you. show me other than they are, this is who they are. I was going to say, I know we're at the, the middle point of the week, uh, or else I would ask you for something from the notebook, but I know there's still <laughs> multiple days left at House Hall throughout the week, so it's always my favorite segment each and every Sunday is, is Dion's Notebook. 
Well, that's, I appreciate that. If you'd like me to slip you some notebook notes for this week, I will happily <laughs> well, do that. We, Although we, I know you guys will be just fine without me. <laughs> well, what will happen is we'll get to like week 16, 17, it'll just be doodles. Like you'll just be like drawing band names <laughs> no, and like pictures of dogs and stuff. Real, you guys, I have to be honest, like today, some I, I don't even know who was talking at the time, but I like almost nodded off. I was like, Dion, wake up. What is happening? Like you're sitting here. This is I've reached that point of like they're not even keeping my attention anymore. That's really embarrassing. There you go, Dion Miller. She joined us earlier this week with Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Weeknights from 6 to 8 on ESPN 1000. It's Black and Abdallah filling in for Dion and Jeff Miller right here on the Points Bet pregame show live from the Points Bet Sportsbook in Crestwood. Coming up next, we get you set for Bears and Packers, our keys to the game. Coming up next right here on ESPN 1000. Live from the Points Bet Sportsbook in Crestwood, this is the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2, and ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. I'll give you a professional uh, introduction here, but I just lost a bet I'm not happy about as the sportsbook just erupted as the Buccaneers scored. In overtime, a walk-off touchdown. Yeah. Tampa Bay wins it over Buffalo. I had Buffalo plus four. Oh, no. Not good. The uh, 49ers also won with about a minute 45 left in overtime. The 49ers run it in for a touchdown after the Bengals kick a field goal in overtime. Uh, The 49ers cover the spread, if you will, uh, in that one. And you saw it. Sportsbook atmosphere to watch a game is great. Make sure you come out here to Points Bet in, in uh, Crestwood. Yeah. Like I just told everybody, he's got 15 grand on Green Bay. Boom. 15 grand on Green Bay. That's outstanding. Good luck to you tonight, sir. Yeah. Uh, we're, this is the Points Bet pregame show live from the Points Bet Sportsbook in Crestwood. Uh, we've had a fantastic time here tonight uh, getting you ready for the Bears and the Packers. Uh, also, I want to say uh, thank you to Sean Davis producing <laughs> the show back in our studios uh, at ESPN 1000. We have the world-famous J.R. Strauss engineering today's event. J.R. is with us. Shout out out to Jocelyn Hudson and Travis Wacker, our marketing team, with us tonight. So uh, we've had a great time uh, here at the uh, Points Bet Sportsbook in Crestwood, hanging out, watching games. Uh, I'm still annoyed, still upset that the Bills could not uh, stick within four. It's unbelievable. That's why you tease, man. It was my, that was my taste. That's why you tease. On Friday. That was my taste. All I right. We, I don't know what the 49ers were. I had the 49ers doing something. It was in two. A, in a like love. and a, No, no, no. I'm saying in my, uh, I, uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bears and Packers. Keys to the game. I've got four keys to. Uh, four? I've got four keys for you. What, you got your gonna, house key, you got your car key, your I'm, front door, back door. I'm going to give you four keys. Car key. Storage unit. Key. Storage unit key. Yeah, okay, I got four keys. keys. All right, key number one: offensive line needs to give Justin Fields time. Okay, give him time. I key love number these. two: these are such a waste. Key number two: yeah, twenty or more carries for David Montgomery. Yeah, that's okay. key number uh-huh. two. Yep. Key number three: yep. because of the uh, Black bet at uh, takeaways. Bet. Takeaways. No, bro. how about this? The takeaways. Bears defense will record an interception plus four hundred if you're at a uh, points bet sports book. How about this bet? Roquan Smith, key number three, yeah. big play from him. Okay. Big play from Roquan tonight. Big He's going to make a splashy play. I think a, a return yeah. pick six for Roquan. I wow. like that. Okay. Key number four. No. 
Key number four. Stop. Key number four. Yeah. The Bears secondary okay. has to give the front four time to put a little pressure on Aaron Rodgers. If the secondary can't stick with the receivers for the Packers and just give the front four a little yeah. time to a make Rodgers yeah. uncomfortable, mm-hmm. those are my four keys to tonight's game for All the right. Bears. So run the ball, play good defense, and score more points. Good job. Congratulations. I worked Expert hard analysis. on those. Expert analysis I worked hard on here. those. Yeah. Expert analysis. He wrote those down and everything, guys. Yeah, I worked hard on it. Uh, so there you go. Bears <laughs> and the Packers, uh, the 204th meeting. In the rivalry, the the oldest rivalry in the National Football League. Can't wait. It's uh, hopefully it's not ugly. <laughs> Just please, please, please keep it close. Just please keep it close. We'll be back tomorrow night, <laughs> six to eight on ESPN One Thousand. We'll also be uh, with Waddle and Sylvie starting at two on ESPN One Thousand. We'll cover this game, whether or not the Bears uh, lose by big, or if they surprise us tonight. Ooh. All right, from the points bet. Sportsbook in Crestwood, we thank you to li- uh, for listening. It's Black and Abdallah here on the Points Bet pregame show on ESPN 1000. Thanks, everybody.